0: Hi, everyone! Welcome back to the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 Podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of neurofibromatosis Type 1 or von Recklinghausen disease, found under the Oncology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A three year old boy presents to his pediatrician for multiple hyperpigmented lesions on his skin. Family history is significant for a genetic disorder in which his father had similar skin lesions that are much larger medical history is otherwise unremarkable. On physical exam, there are seven cafe au lait macules about six millimeters in size throughout the body, along with axillary freckling. Let's continue with an introduction to neurofibromatosis type 1. This refers to an autosomal dominant disorder that can present with cafe au lait macules, neurofibromas, Lisch nodules, axillary and inguinal freckling, pheochromocytoma, and optic glioma. In terms of the pathophysiology, there is a mutated NF1 gene which insufficiently creates neurofibromin, a tumor suppressor. This, in turn, dysregulates cell growth and development. In terms of the genetics, there is an autosomal dominant mutation in the NF1 gene on chromosome 17, and there is complete penetrance but variable expression. Moving on to the presentation. On exam, one may note cafe au lait macules, typically by age 2 axillary or inguinal freckling, typically by age 3 to 5, cutaneous neurofibromas, and Lisch nodules. In terms of further studies, preventative studies may include prenatal testing. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about neurofibromatosis type 2, with differentiating factors being that this will have a mutation in the NF2 gene on chromosome 22, and findings include bilateral acoustic schwannomas, juvenile cataracts, meningiomas, and ependymomas. And when making the diagnosis, remember that this is clinically diagnosed typically made in children, and there is also genetic counseling. With regards to treatment, treatment is targeted to the clinical manifestations. For example, surgical removal with discrete neurofibromas. Complications related to neurofibromatosis type 1 includes an increased risk of malignancy. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, there is an association with increased mortality. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to neurofibromatosis type one or von Recklinghausen disease, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A six-year-old girl with a history of learning disability is brought by her parents to the pediatrician because they have noticed several light brown spots on her body since birth. The patient's father also has similar spots on his body, as well as scoliosis. Roughly three years ago, she had a generalized tonic-clonic seizure. A skin check reveals seven flat hyperpigmented macules with the regular borders on her arms, chest, and back. An eye exam is notable for an iris hamartoma or lish nodule. Which of the following is another physical exam finding that may be present in this patient? And the answer choices are choice one. Axillary hair, choice two; inguinal freckling, choice three; sensory neural hearing loss, choice four; chagrin patches, or choice five; port wine stain. The best answer to this question is choice two: inguinal freckling. This patient has café au macules and lish nodules, concerning for neurofibromatosis type one, which is also associated with inguinal freckling. Neurofibromatosis type 1, or von Recklinghausen disease, is an autosomal dominant disorder due to a mutation in the NF1 gene on chromosome 17, which encodes the neurofibromin protein. This tumor suppressor inhibits RAS activity by stimulating GTPase. Dysfunction of neurofibromin will result in dysregulated cell growth and development. The clinical diagnosis is usually made in children, which on physical exam may present with cafe au lait macules, axillary or inguinal freckling, cutaneous neurofibromas, and lish nodules. Management includes lifetime surveillance and symptomatic treatment for complications that include tumors such as optic gliomas and pheochromocytoma, bone abnormalities such as osteoporosis and scoliosis, and neurologic abnormalities such as learning defects and seizures. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice one, Axillary hair in a 6-year-old is concerning for precocious puberty, which in a patient with café macules may be indicative of McCune-Albright syndrome. This is a rare genetic disorder characterized by polyostatic fibrous dysplasia, which increases the risk for fractures, cafeOlay spots, and endocrinopathy, such as precocious puberty. Unlike NF1, there is no neurological involvement, and there is less likely to be a family history of café macules as it has an autosomal recessive pattern of inheritance. Choice three, sensory neural hearing loss could be an exam finding seen with neurofibromatosis type 2, patients that have vestibular schwannomas. This disease is also associated with meningiomas, ependymomas, and juvenile cataracts. Choice four, chagrin patches are associated with tuberous sclerosis. Other skin findings of this condition include facial angiofibromas, hypomelanotic macules, And ungual fibromas. Choice 5. A port wine stain on the head or neck is an exam finding that can be seen in Sturge Weber disease. This is a congenital neurocutaneous disorder that causes capillary malformations of the skin, central nervous system, and eye. Characteristics of this disease include port wine stains, leptomeningeal lesions leading to seizures, and increased intraocular pressure leading to glaucoma. Finally, a bullet summary. Cafeole macules. Axillary or inguinal freckling, cutaneous neurofibromas, and Lisch nodules are all associated with neurofibromatosis type 1. That's all for this review about neurofibromatosis type 1 or von Recklinghausen disease. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step Two and Three podcast.